perfect. Hello there and welcome to the Chiropractic Wide podcast. Today I am joined by one of, uh, one of England's best, definitely one of Wigan's best. Um, Dr. Michael Paul, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you. No worries, mate. One, um, one of the things that I have constantly been an admirer of you, one is your work ethic. I think there are very few people out in chiropractic that work as hard to serve their patients as you do. And I think that's something that uh, as a profession, we, we often forget, you know, this can be hard work at times. So thank you very much for everything that you do for your people and for the profession out wide. But what we were going to really chat about today is how you have, um, I don't want to say attacked because it makes it sound a bit violent, but <laughs> gone, about, gone about Facebook videos, particularly um, sometimes you've gone on Facebook Live, um, sometimes you have got pre-recorded videos or question and answers and, and other stuff you've done. But I'm always really amazed at how you seem to hit the chord of giving enough uh, information about chiropractic, but yet making it so accessible to people. Because I know in a lot of your videos, you do really address some pretty intense chiropractic principles, but you make them so easy for people at home. And it comes across just amazingly. So I thought if you're okay with that, could we chat about that today? I would love to chat about that. I'd absolutely love Perfect. To. So before we start, uh, let people that are listening in, just tell them a little bit about yourself. Well, I've been, uh, so I've been in practice for 17 years. And um, I started off, like a lot of us do, coming from um, a, a very mechanical, a very medical framework. What I would add to that, though, was that at the time, I poured myself into it. And the university, um, that's what they delivered to us. And how can I put it? I look back on that fondly because ever since I've graduated, I used to get a little bit grumpy and think, why didn't they tell me all this stuff about D.D. Palmer and B.J. Palmer? That's, that's what I wanted to know. Why didn't I hear about this stuff? But they didn't, and they did give us, they did the best to give us a very strong medical education. And it's been nice to kind of gradually add layers to that, which is where, which is where a lot of us go in, in, in our profession. So, and that links in really to what we've, what we've done with Facebook because, and I hope this helps people, I've more or less, I'm gonna be super honest, gradually stumbled into making these Facebook videos that um, attract a lot of people to come and see us, who are almost like the patients that are referred to you by existing patients. You know, when you look at your diary and there's some new people coming in to see you, um, it's lovely when you see, oh, that's John and that's somebody who was referred by their uncle because it's like they already know you. And what I mean by stumbled into it is several years ago, I used to do some coaching with a, with a coach over in the States called Michael Reed. And he basically, he was basically obsessed with making Facebook videos. And he said, you need to make Facebook videos. You need to make Facebook videos. And um, I think I'd made a couple before that myself, but I'd never really given it much thought. And the way it was, the way it was presented back then, this was probably 2015, 2016, is you make a couple of videos about a theme and then you put an advert. You know, the, the Facebook paid ads that most yeah, practices yeah. who do Facebook stuff do. So that was great, but what I found was that I hated doing the videos at first. So a lot of people think that I've had some kind of social media training and I've not done directly. So what happened was I just essentially started making more and more videos and it could be about anything. It could be about, um, if it was a patient's birthday, we bought them some cakes, it could be about that. 
it could be about addressing um, why we get back pain. And I know a lot of us now, you know, when we talk about being vitalistic, we don't want to talk about pain. But I'm, I'm actually going to say the way I see it is if you can start off by addressing pain with patients and explaining why they've got the pain, and that's a great doorway into a vitalistic conversation. So that's just my take on it. And a lot of the videos that we do, do deal with the very generic, what the public perceives as, as being back pain, neck pain, headaches. And we've done that for quite some, some time now, but we started there and we've gone off in different branches. So we'll do the, the best video, and I'd recommend this, is when you do a video that explains if you've got a bad back or a bad neck, here's some really good things you can do at home to, to take care of it yourself. Patients absolutely love that. And if I scroll through all of our videos, the ones where we've given out free advice and really focused on that, even if you think, this is so basic, if somebody's got a disc injury, telling them to kneel over a chair and walk every hour, that, that's too basic. But patients have never heard it. And, you know, it can be a lifesaver for somebody until they can get in and see somebody. So if you deal with those really basic issues, people like those videos, they get interested in them. And along the way, so let's say I'm talking about generic back pain and, you know, and a, a disc injury, a sciatic nerve injury. When I'm talking about recommending kneel over a chair and keep walking, I'm saying, if you do that, you're going to take pressure off the nerve roots in your spine. Your body knows how to grow new nerve fibers. It will start healing better if you're taking pressure off it. If you're walking every few hours, it's going to stimulate your core muscles. Everyone's heard of that. People, sometimes patients come in and go, is it my core? Is it my core? The amount of patients who ask about that. And what I'll explain to them is, well, at the moment, if you're resting your core, when, when, when you're then up and about walking, you're going to be exercising it, but you're not going to overload your back. So you get people thinking about how the body heals. And, and that's my just that's my little take on, on being vitalistic. But it's really easy. But if we start with where the public are at, which is they think we're back and neck pain people, um, it's easy to build into other things over time and essentially that's what i've done and the videos have just sort of progressed naturally we usually make one a week two a week three a week sometimes even five a week and i guess what i would say to people is when i talk to other people i've got really really good friends who are chiropractors and they've never made a video they've been in practice as long as i have you know you are guys and they'll say mike i can't make a video i'm, I'm just i'm just too nervous and there was something I learned. Um, do you know the actor Chris Hemsworth who played Thor? Yeah, yeah, I've actually I've met him once. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you can thank One him. of the best looking humans I've ever met. I say, I, I, yeah, I'd say the same thing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think my arms are ever going to work. Well, <laughs> I don't want to go down the Thor's hammer conversation, but I'm sure we can have that for another <laughs> podcast. He'll be next on the show. <laughs> The, the thing is, I learned, I learned something really good from Chris Hemsworth. And he basically said, you know, he'd been in Home and Away. Um, he went to Hollywood. He was auditioning for Thor. And I didn't realize this. But as an actor at that level, you have to do auditions over a year repeatedly to get the part. Wow. And it, nervousness took hold. Anxiety took hold. And I mean, this is a guy who's six foot odd, 20 stone. You look, he looks like he's scared of nothing. And he said many times he wanted to throw the towel in at Hollywood. And just go back home and, and carry on with home and away. But his dad, his dad was um, a child protection officer in Australia, still is. So he rescues, rehomes children who are, 
having the worst childhoods that we can't even imagine. And he once said to his dad, he said, Dad, um, do you ever think you'll pay your mortgage off? And his dad said, well, look at the job I do. It's not very well paid. I don't think I'll ever pay my mortgage off. And so Chris Hemsworth said when he was auditioning, he wanted to chuck the toll and he thought, if I can get that role in the movie, my dad who's dedicated his life to children that are neglected and abused, I can pay his mortgage off, say a huge thank you. And the point I'm coming to is he said in his head, if you've got something bigger, and this is really important to me, if you've got something bigger that you're shooting for than yourself, it's easy to do things that are bigger than yourself. So by, by that, when you're thinking, oh, bugger, bugger, shit, I, I can't, uh, so you've got me swearing now, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't make a Facebook video. If you sit there and think something along the lines of, look, there's people out there whose backs are killing them. They can't look after the children. They can't pick the kid up. They're embarrassed because they can't go to work. They've got a family. They're, they're out of their minds on painkillers and cocodamol and all of that jazz. And if I make a video and say, hey, guys, I'm a chiropractor. I've been here for how many years? I've got a lot of experience for helping this type of problem. We can probably help you. Here's where we are. Um, jump on our website and look at the reviews. Other people will tell you that we're good guys. You're going to reach somebody who might have suffered, might have had not being rude to the medical profession, unnecessary surgery. They might have lost their jobs. They might have lost their... And you, we all meet patients where some patients are on the verge of divorce through a back problem that you, you, know, you could help. So I always think to myself, I don't have to do too much anymore, but I think, God, there's people out there who really need this. And then when we build that into those deeper messages of chiropractic, where we're saying to people, look, you do know your body is built to heal. That, that's it. It's... It's a free app that you had built in at birth. And what we do is work with that app so that it's just running better. And you need to know that. And I'm not going to name drop diseases, but given recent global events, if we'd have all been on Facebook for the last bit, and this is big, if we'd have all been on Facebook for the last five years, teaching people how the body heals, explaining different aspects of health, including the immune system, I think we would have had a much better, bigger, easier role to play, and we would have served people during this time. And I know that's a controversial topic, but if for the last 10 years, every chiropractor had been making use of Facebook Live, how many patients would have thought, well, that my chiropractor said that chiropractic affects your whole body. I wonder if that includes the immune system. I wonder if that includes, I don't know, decreasing cortisol in my blood flow. And I wonder if that'll help me function better at this time. I think I think it would. I mean, we chatted a little bit before this call, and I think we both strongly agree. If BJ Palmer was around right now, he <laughs> would be doing everything to get the message of chiropractic out there, including Facebook. He would have been all over it. I mean, the guy was one of the first people to jump on on radio and radio advertising. I think we can all safely say he would have definitely been using any medium possible to get the information out there on chiropractic to be able to help and serve more people. And if the medium that we've got is Facebook, let's definitely use it. I, I, I've always thought, I've always, always, and, and there's another little psychological thing. You think, well, if BJ Palmer rocked up at your clinic and had a look round and he said, your adjustments are good, but have you made a Facebook live video? Cause I had a radio station before anybody else did. It's a, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, and the, the, there's so many cool things about it. You can't go wrong, first of all, in the sense of if you make a video and you just you don't need to practice it for hours first. You just 
a really good tip is get somebody to hold the camera that you really you get on with and you like because if they get you smiling you'll forget yourself a little bit that's a good tip and the, the second one is that if you give it five ten minutes thought beforehand you might want to spend an hour but honestly five or ten minutes will do jot a few ideas on a piece of paper or a post-it note once you make one the thing is people don't expect you to come across as Chris Hemsworth, which is a good thing, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, neither of us, neither, neither of us are going to get away with that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm more the Tony Stark. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to know which one I'd be on. Probably the thing. <laughs> we'll have to think about that. Mm, I'll get back to you on that. But the thing is, um, people are not expecting you to be polished actors. The amount of videos I've made where I forget what I'm saying, I got a. Uh, Hang on, guys, I'll make a funny voice. But I can't stress this enough. If you can make a video and relax and be yourself, people will like it that you're yourself. I've made videos at home with my baby daughter on me. She's trying to play with a computer. People like it because they can see who you are. Mm. And, you know, if you go to the world of sales, what's that phrase? People buy people. And if you're being genuine, people like it. Um, people will just, it just gels. And before yeah. you know it, a few months later, and I would add this, it's not a quick thing. I don't recommend this if somebody wants to grow the practice fast. In my experience, it's a long-term thing, but in a really good way, because the people that do come to see you, they want to come and see you. They've already got an affinity with you. People will walk in and say, oh, it's like I already know you. I've watched your videos for ages. I thought I'd better come in. And so you just, you can't go wrong. And once you've done one, it gets easier to do the second. And the really cool thing is if you go on Facebook and look at other chiropractors around the world, look at your favorite speakers. So whether it's, I don't know, Tim Young, Dan Sullivan, John Bernardi, Arnold Bernier, who I absolutely love. Any of those people, BJ Palmer's transcripts, if you like those. Um, if you listen to them a few times, Bill Bahan is, a, is another one. If you wish, you can model them to a certain extent. And that... Anyone can do that. You can sort of really get into that spirit of them and do that if you, if, if you decide that's, you know, going to give you a boost. But I just, I keep saying it, you can't go wrong doing them. And the worst happens, I've made a few videos where I thought, oh my God, that went horrible. I actually did swear once or twice by accident. You just delete the video and do it again. I mean, the way that you communicate that, I think hopefully gives people a lot of encouragement to get out there and, and make their, their first video. But what I wanted to ask you is if we take you back to when you started, so at the time when you started to do this, what were your fears and concerns? What was, what was the worries for you? What, what was stopping you from doing it? And, and then if you could, how have you not gotten over them? Because I'm sure there's always going to be a, a slight concern or a slight bit of nerves whenever you're doing anything. But how have you managed to really control that to be able to produce the content that you are? Oh, that's a nice question. Um, I guess the first fears were, the fears were, oh, oh my goodness, I'm going to look really stupid. What if people are watching and, and, and I say something stupid? And I always remember Ryan Ryder, you know, you'll, you'll know from the Halsey group, he taught me a long time ago. He said, often the person who's prepared to look stupid will, will do really well. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, thought about, I thought about that. And, hmm. I recognize there is a lot of fear there for people doing it. I've always been a bit odd, but here's the thing. We're all chiropractors. 
So we should all, we're all already odd by definition. If we wanted safe and easy, you should become a medical practitioner or a pharmacist. We're not accepted anyway, so we might as well bang our drum, make some noise, toot our horn, because people need us. So, and I'm not trying to say this to sound um, like a big guy, the fears weren't too bad actually. I think I was very, I think I was very lucky there because I don't know, I've just always, I always try wherever I am to try and look at what's another direction I could go in that I've not done. And I just throw myself into it. Actually, that's the truth of it. So it didn't really answer your question. But no, no, you def definitely did. Definitely, I suppose the other question that um, people at home will be having is, and I, I know this from our previous conversations and, and stuff that um, obviously I know about your, you've got a fantastic practice up there in Hull and um, hopefully one day I'll, I'll manage to, it looks beautiful by the way looks absolutely beautiful um is it worth it i suppose is a question is has for you has the time and effort that you've put into it has it been worth it oh my god i couldn't even begin to tell you many 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 just do it many times over so okay so first of all like i said you get lovely people coming in that you want to spend time with and and some of these patients will actually treat you like a rock star because they've seen you made these videos where you're cringing and thinking don't go red don't say the wrong thing and people come and go oh my god i can't wait to see you i know you're going to help me and i'm thinking as bill Bayhan would say the pump is primed they're going to get better like this is brilliant so there's that there's that to it i would say that when we've done videos and again we started about 2015 there can be weeks where anywhere from one to 10 new people come in to see you. And, and I know, look, it's not all, always all about new patients. I think it should be about how do we treat people well enough so that over their lifetime, they want to come in, come in and see us when they want to come in and see us. That's just my little take. But I know in the profession, everybody's, everybody's very focused on new patients. And obviously we do need new customers, but one to 10 new people on average have joined us for the last couple of years at least because of Facebook videos. And I would add, we have run Facebook adverts, but Facebook adverts, the paid adverts, are far more powerful, massively, if people have seen you in videos. Yeah. I don't know how successful Facebook adverts are on their own. They still do well, but if people have seen your videos, they just work so much better. And the people who come in, as I said, they feel like they know you, you feel like you know them. It's like having referred patients that you've kind of referred to yourself. Um, they're nice, they're a pleasure to be with, they get on well, they get, they get good results. There's a lot more trust there, so it's easier to help them. And they tend, to, they tend to get to a point where they're doing really, really well. And they'll tend to get to, a, you'll tend to attract people where, say in your heart, and this was me, I thought I wanna see more miracles happen in my practice. And I want to see people get better from all kinds of stuff apart from back pain. Irony, I only ever really talk about back and neck pain much. But we get people coming in on, on two walking sticks and they're in bits and within a few visits, they're like strong again, their confidence is coming back, they're back at work, they're smiling. They will make a Facebook video with you. In fact, they have done. So you tend to, it's just, it's, en it's endless. And if you look at the cost, I mean, look, you can do it in, you can do it in, if somebody's a brand new person, half an hour a week would do preparation, a bit of practice and filming it. And I wouldn't overthink it. I'd just get it done in half an hour. I can't think of, in terms of marketing, the more you ask me questions, I can't think of a better investment I've made. And if you think about it, you know, I'm hoping to 
do some public speaking on some stages. It builds you up into that because you kind of are doing public speaking already. I mean, you've already touched on it there. You chatted, you know, for you, your preparation doesn't, doesn't take so long. When you're preparing this, do you think through, look, I'm just going to chat on a theme. Do you say, look, I'm going to have these five things I'm going to hit. How do you prepare for it? So for somebody listening in, if they're, you know, starting to get a little bit nervous about the prospect of doing this, how can they prepare and what would be your tips along that theme of preparation for them? Brilliant. Okay. Well, I actually, I wrote a great big list the other day of the different principles. Nice. So I'd say the best place to start would be an advice video. So think about the advice that you constantly offer patients and think about a typical patient that you see a lot of that you enjoy working with and just think about the advice you offer them. So let's say we're talking about the perennial bad back and sciatica. I might make a video where I'm going to talk about the fact is I'll start off by identifying with people. So in, in the first bit of the video, you might just say, we've, we've found that a lot of people are coming to us with a bad back, with pain that's going down the leg that's sometimes causing them numbness. And this is the advice we give them to help them so that they limit the damage they've got going on. They start the healing process and they start stabilizing things. So you see, I had to pause and think then. And so I'll say to Pete, so then we'll say, for instance, um, what might be good is if you'd plan to carry on working through it, you might just want to rethink that because you might just make it worse. Super obvious, I know. You might want to spend some time kneeling over a chair. It relieves pressure on the discs, the nerves, starts the healing process. It's a little bit vitalistic. And then you might say, we just want you to keep walking once an hour to keep the joints mobile in your back. Again, to keep healthy and promote your body healing. And look, this is some advice that we give to practically all of our patients. It, it's not going to really be a cure or a fix, but what it will do is help stabilize things, help them from going worse. If you want some help, if you'd like an appointment, give us a call. We're here. Bum, 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 bum. Hope you found the video useful. Now, I'd put, in more, I'd put in more detail than that, but that's it. So you might plan that out on a piece of paper or a post-it note. Um, there's a few bullet points and you might get the person filming you to have a post-it note it's a bit like a cue card with just just those just those little things that I, you know put like an introduction and then the two pieces of advice and, and where we are things like that Sim as simple as that that that's one thing you can use there's tons of others i mean you know a good one to do as well is talk about a particular patient that's come in and how they did you know, um, I've done videos, what we're grateful for this week. And I've talked about three or four patients who came in. I'm bricking it a bit thinking, wow, they're in a bad way. I'm hoping they do well. And they did. And we just say, look, it's really good. Um, you can do, you can do videos. You can do videos that break things down. So you might do another back one and you might get a, just getting a spine out. Props are very good as well. So if you show people a spine and explain about injuries and things like that, and put yourself into it. The more enthusiastic you are when you do it, and the more you think, God, this is going to help somebody or some people somewhere, it works. I think you kind of almost nailed it on the head. And I think when I watch your videos, one of the things that come across, and I've chatted to you about this before, is it's very clear that you're passionate about helping people. So people can tell that you genuinely give a shit about the people that come in. And also you kind of know your, you know your stuff. And I think those two things alone really help people to connect with you as an individual before they come in. But also, they're already 
they already have an experience of what your demeanor is going to be like. And you've been removed as this big, bad, scary chiropractor. And you come across as just this genuine person who wants to help people, which, you know, the vast, vast majority of chiropractors, we all, a lot of us join this profession to help people. And we often forget that. You just make, you just maybe think of something. If, if somebody's got a fear as well, just going back to an earlier question. And, and again, this is where the, the mechanical or the mechanistic educations that a lot of us had could be valuable. Because we learn so much medicine, I think some people might be scared of making videos because they feel like they don't know enough. But the thing is, even if you've just graduated, you know so much. And if, you, if your knowledge is even a five out of 10, and it's probably an eight or a nine, it's probably a 10 if you've just graduated. If you've been in practice 17 years, maybe it's a five or six. But for your patients, theirs is a naught or a one. And if they've been Googling it to hell and they know a lot, that's fine. But they've not really yet, I would have thought, politely got the wisdom to interpret that knowledge well. So if, you, if you're starting out by explaining, like I keep saying, um, the mechanical side of what we do, we know loads about that because we've had four or five years training in it. But you can, you can progress that into a vitalistic conversation at the, at the same time and start giving people clues that actually they're not going to really come to you and you're going to crack them and stack them or whatever the phrase is and, and they're going to be quote unquote fixed. You, you're going to work with them. So you know, we'll say that in the videos, we'll say, so when you come to see us, we work with you. We want to know a, a bit about your lifestyle. We're not going to be overbearing. And um, you know, for instance, you might be used to going to your medical doctor and hoping to take a tablet and everything gets fixed. You can come to us with that outlook, but it's going to work a lot better if you come to us thinking, oh, right, I wonder what I can do so that I heal better from within. And, um, you know, if you're watching our video right now, you probably know that sitting at your office desk all day is injuring your back. You probably know that um, being grumpy when you get, get home is probably having an effect on your nervous system. So you see, you can you can start talking about that bigger picture but i personally think a lot of patients that i find they're not as interested in the vitalistic side of things and the power that made the body heals the body until they know that you're on board with them and that you want to get them better oh. i mean like like you said people by people and there is i think one of the amazing things that we have as chiropractors is we are we have that connection with an individual and like I've mentioned before, one of your, on the videos, it's very clear how caring that you come across. And I think, obviously, that's a, a personal strength. And I know that we've chatted about that was sort of something that you've also worked on yourself. Always. But that does really, really come across well. Do you think that that has just come naturally to you? Or before you're, you're filming these videos or you're planning them, is there something that you're like, look, I want to really make sure that I come across in one way? or you know, you, you referenced earlier, sometimes you get somebody to film you who you like. Has that sort of tip made it a bit easier for you to really come across? I suppose what I'm saying here is you come across very genuine. Obviously, having met you, I know that's exactly the way you are. But in your videos, you come across very personable and genuine. Is that something that you've worked out or, or has just happened? Well, that's, I'm really glad you, I'm basically myself in the videos. It's been, it's been very easy to be myself. But like we were talking about before, I think, it, I think it's important to, remi to remind myself, I don't know about everybody else, to remind myself that 
it's big to be interested in people who come to see you and care about them. It sounds ridiculously obvious. And I got the idea from Bill Esteb from a podcast a few months ago. And he just said, when you're super busy and you're quote unquote processing patients, not a term I really use. Yeah. He said, just ask yourself, am I interested in that patient? Do I care about them? And I personally found when you've got a day that's up to a certain level of busy, it's quite easy to be present with each person and, and be thinking about them and, and care about them and remembering stuff about them. But when you get really busy um, and you start thinking about oh, the next appointment and what do I have to do? Personally, I, I, it's a weakness of mine. I find it, I, I do find that sometimes I can let that, I can let that slip a lot. So I try to remind myself that we know all this stuff. We've all done five years at uni. We've been to all these seminars. We've adjusted people. People have got better, but each time a person comes in, that's a one-off unique experience for them and for me. And I just try to remind myself, look, if you're interested in them and care about them, you could be as good an adjuster as Tim Young in my book, but if you don't care about people, um, it's not going to be as easy to help them, not by a long way. No, I it was something that I, uh, similarly, I remember a conversation with a, with a chiropractor, Judd Negrady, an amazing chiropractor from the States. And he was saying, before you go in to see somebody on a first visit, envisage them as either your grandparents or remember that that's somebody else's grandparents. And I, for me, that was something that I really started to do because one, it is so important that people feel that you care about them. And it is vitally important that we do care about them. And as chiropractors, most of us already do, but sometimes we can get a little bit caught up in procedures or making sure that we've done all of our tests, finding out exactly what's going on with them before we accept that this person is a person that's come here for our help. And we need to, to address them as a human and really, first of all, share them love, show them that we care. I like, I, like, I like that, isn't it? It's like I sometimes say to the ladies downstairs, I say, look, ideally, if we can love people when they come in, on what it's easy with some patients, like the people who look like your grandparents, you can look at them and you just think, oh, I just want to, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's easy. And with children as well, with babies, it comes naturally. Um, when I get grumpy sods coming in here at my own age, it's not as easy. But I always say to myself, well, it's a spectrum. Be interested in them, no matter what care about them and ideally have some love for those people you know and um a lot of the a lot of the stalwarts you know would say, would say that it's, it's at that point isn't it when bigger results can happen for patients if you if you it must be happening on an energetic level that if you if you love somebody there's going to be a difference in that adjustment isn't there than than the one that you do i'm just going to whack you get out of my practice i want to go and have my sandwich <laughs> so. yeah i mean like that present that present time consciousness of just, I mean, I can recall, uh, I can't remember the talk or the interview, but Sigafoos was asked, you know, how do you see all of these people? He said, one at a time. There is just that present time consciousness. I'm here in this moment to serve this person. Nothing else matters. And that's something that I think when I look at chiropractors who have, in my books, been successful and serve on a big level and really change their communities, that is an amazing skill that they have. And I think we've all met um, individuals that when they talk to you, you can tell that they're there. They're in the room with you. And there is a difference to when you have a conversation with someone. And most of the time, you know, it might be the conversation where you're chatting about the weather or the cat or, or whatever it is. You can tell somebody isn't 
quite there with you, are they? They're all there. They're trying to get out of the conversation or probably that's just because they're talking to me and they're trying to get away. But there is certainly an energetic exchange in that, isn't it? And, and often the highest energy wins. Perfect. So we've given quite a lot of, uh, a lot of points around how you've gone through this process. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself when you started this process of, of videos and Facebook and everything like that? I would have told myself to do them a lot sooner. Really? A lot, lot sooner. I would have told myself to try and do them as many times as possible. I would have definitely done that. And, and the other thing, this is a very nice tip for everybody is um, all the books that we all read, every single book that you've read, chiropractic, um, some of the books from university, um, personal development, anything you care to think of that's educational and in any way linked to health, you can make those into a video. You really, you, you really, really, you really, really can. So I would say to people, you've already got downloaded into your brain thousands of lovely videos from all the books. So like, so I've been reading one by this guy, Michael Greger, and it's called How Not to Die. Basically, you eat a plant food based diet and that reduces and treats cancer. It reduces and treats diabetes, heart disease. And this is a guy who's just talking about eating broccoli and spinach and things like that. It's peer reviewed to hell, which is important if we're making claims in videos now. You know, you can't just say what your considered opinion is. It's good to have some evidence. Um, so if you, reading that book, you know, you can, you can make a video and say, guys, I've, I've learned something that can help people be 50% less likely to get bowel cancer. And you just basically say, here it is, a piece of broccoli. Now you might want to pad it out a bit more than that. Point I'm making is, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bookworm, I love reading, and I'm sure a lot of chiropractors are. I'm sure they are. And I wish I'd have thought to myself, hmm, all this stuff I've read is just videos waiting in my head. Have you, so personally, I've noticed now where I am at the moment teaching a lot more, teaching the philosophy of chiropractic, getting on more one-on-one -on -one calls with, with students that are going through our course, there's often times where I'm, I'm walking down the street and I see something or I read something and automatically I'm like, oh, that's a good point that we can link into this. Is that something that you've experienced now that you've, you're almost mentally looking for the video? Big time. So once there was a great big hole in the road outside the practice, had a, the whole road had caved in. So I made a video and I said, what's this hole in the road got to do with your spine? Look at this road that's collapsed. There's nowhere that just happened last night. This is a Victorian road. That's been collapsing for years before the hole appeared. Our, net, our health can be like that. You know, we, we ignore all these warning signs and then suddenly we collapse and wonder where it came from. But really, it's been building up all along. So, yeah, if you've got your phone in your pocket, easy. easy. I think this as well is something that I certainly fell, fell foul of. You've got your phone in your pocket. You've got everything you need. Often we think we need to get the right lighting. We've got to get the special microphone. We've got to get this and that. Is that the case or is it simply whip your phone out and start now? That's a great, that's, <clears throat> that's a great question. Um, for people, for some people, and I know a gentleman who's of this mind frame, they want everything to be like Walt Disney, Steven Spielberg, perfect before they make a video. That's going to put a lot of pressure on you actually. So this, this, there's a lot of little camera tricks you can do. Like for instance, if you position yourself near certain windows, it'll illuminate you quite nicely. Natural light looks good. You can get into all of that. But the key thing is that you just make the videos and make them fast because chiropractic has got that much to offer people. There's that many people. Every person would benefit. I don't think we've got 
any time to lose. And I just think if every last chiropractor in the UK, whether there's, I know you were saying, is it 3,000, 2,000, whatever it is of us in the UK, if all of us made a video every week for the next year, think, just think how many patients wouldn't be suffering. Think how many patients would be getting better, be happy, picking their kids up, going to work, finding that other complaints that they thought were nothing to do with the spine were getting better, were experiencing better life, they're happier, they're just more vibrant. And I don't think any chiropractor would have to worry about new patients. Again, if there were 3,000, 2,000 videos going out every week, and there's room for everybody, if you, if you are very much of the, the mechanistic six visits for low back pain camp, or whether or not you've a chiropractic as a lifestyle camp, and Arnold Bernier taught me that just love both ends of the spectrum. For sure. There's room for everybody there. There is room for everybody. You know, it doesn't, there are some chiropractors that are quite like a, I know one is very much like a consultant, friendlier than the typical one. Some people are going to love that because they identify with that. Some people are going to run a mile. They want the guy who's got the lumberjack shirt on and looks laid back in his office. There's room for everybody. And I just think, what the hell are we waiting for? Patients need us. And Facebook makes it free. And Yeah, and definitely the congruency stuff. Often, you know, we're trying to be either a certain type. And I think one of the strengths that I can see in your, all of your stuff it is very congruent to who you are. And I think that probably is a lesson for us all. When you try to be something that you're not, it, it doesn't come across as authentic. And authenticity is, you know, hugely important. We've all been on calls where you've got a problem with your phone line or something where you can just tell that the person's reading off the script and that isn't really what, what they want. You know, they're just going from one word to the other. And then we've been on the call where it actually sounds like somebody really, really wants to help you because they're coming across as their own personality. And you feel better, don't you? If you I mean, we have a conversation with the CAs and we talk about D.D. Palmer and we said, well, one of his biggest concepts was it. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to preach to you. And um, you'll know. This preach away. Said, preach away, mate. What was it? What was it? What was it? He basically said, he said, chiropractic is founded upon tone. So I've said to the ladies, how you are with a person when they walk in, your tone with them changes their tone. Look at their posture when you're nice to them. It changes. You've changed the tone. And I say to them, I say, so if Dee Palmer, who invented chiropractic together with his son, said chiropractic is founded on tone, that means that when you answer the phone nicely or you open the door for a little old lady or a young person or you just say something nice to them, their tone changes. That's an adjustment without touching them. I go, so you're adjusting people all day long. You just haven't really maybe looked at it that way. So I'll say conversely, if you're mean and rude on the phone, you're giving somebody the old elbow at C2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like that obviously it's a great way it's another little way of looking at it is that it's an interesting one isn't it but often we do CAs are so however you want to refer to them as your staff it's often an extension of you isn't it and obviously with you with your personality and how warm and welcoming you are you want that throughout everything so I love that way that you've explained that to to your staff and stuff before we finish have you have we missed any tips that you really wanted to tell us today? I think we've nailed everything and I'm sure everyone listening has got some amazing content from this. Just, I'm going to say it to you all guys, if, when you're watching, even if you completely think you can't make a video and it's the worst thing ever, you definitely, 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 definitely can. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I'm actually quite an introverted person, uh, really introverted, but somehow I think 
patients need us. There's a big thing going on. Pull yourself up and into it. So it's going to be the introverted people are probably going to find it harder. Um, it's easier than you think. I can, I'll help anybody make a video. It's really, really easy. And look, we've all been given a baton by BJ Palmer and his dad. And what was that mandate? To get sick people well. There's a whole bunch of other stuff we can do. It was all about get sick people well. And he, he had a picture of a world where there was nobody in prison anymore. There was no handicapped children. There was no crime. There was no suffering. And for the love of God himself, if we all jump on Facebook and start making videos, share your own message, share something of chiropractic with people, show them who you are in your community. So many people are going to get a different life. It's a bit like you've got a time machine, you've got a DeLorean, and all you need to do is open the door, make the damn Facebook video, get the patients in there. People are going to get better. They're going to be happier. Their lives are going to elevate. You'll have a busier practice and earn more money. What are you waiting for? I mean, I don't think you could have summed up that whole call in a better couple of sentences than you did. I love the way that is a call to action to people. So I hope people listening in um, take all of this stuff on board and they can use it to, to help their community. I know that you um, that you work with some chiropractors already, helping them grow uh, different aspects of their clinic along these lines and uh, lots of other stuff. Um, if there's people that are listening in that want to get into touch with you, whether it just be to ask some advice, a little chit chat, how would they do that? Well, if you just look me up on Facebook, I'm Mike, M-I-K-E, uh, Paul, P-A-U-L-L, uh, D-C. And you'll find me, on, find me on Facebook or at Wigan Family Chiropractic Hospital. You can find me there as well. Just get in touch. Just get in perfect, touch. Perfect. And then the final question, just to round it off, why for you is the philosophy of chiropractic so important? Well, when I graduated, I subconsciously knew there was one, but I didn't really consciously or in my heart know there was one. And to me, to me, it's, to me, it's important because we can look at chiropractic as a mechanical thing. We can look at it as an alternative health thing. We can look at it as being the deepest way of helping another human being heal from within. But I think that as your philosophy and awareness grow of who we are and what we can do to help people, as, you, as, as those two things, because they've gone hand in hand for me, as they grow, so does your ability to help people on more levels and so does your own life improve as well. Perfect answer. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your very, very busy day in clinic to be with us. I'm sure everyone listening has some, um, hopefully they've written down some stuff maybe or, or clock little things you said. So, so thank you very much. Guys, thank you again for listening in and um, we will see you on another edition of the Chiropractic Wide podcast coming soon. Please make sure you're following us on Facebook. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and click that subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast. Thank you once again and keep on going on, guys. Thank you.